Saturday night, nine o'clock. All right, so now I got, you know, again, I did the poll for uh, who gets more respect, the dead or the people who are alive. And the percentage is higher for the dead. All right, so now we have to talk about it. Let's talk about the difference between living and dead. People who are alive versus people who are dead. Let's talk about how many things people get in their lifetime when they're dead versus when they're alive. And you're going to tell me what? All right. (sighs) Flowers. Have you ever in your lifetime when you were alive gotten flowers just because or for a special occasion? Once in a blue moon, right? Birthdays, maybe a holiday. Did you know that when you go to a funeral, there are more flowers at your funeral than when you were alive? Like for your birthday or for any type of a holiday? Do you ever notice that? I've noticed it. I've gone to people's funerals and there was like, it's almost like being in a florist shop with all the flowers. The wreaths and the roses and the horrible lilies. I don't like the smell of lilies. That really turns me off. Um flowers. More people get flowers when they're dead than when they're alive. Isn't that a shame? That's a shame. More people get, um, when they're gone, they get more praise. They get, a, a, you know, one of the more condolence cards. You've ever seen in your lifetime anybody ever sent you a card just because. It doesn't have to be anything special. It doesn't have to be a birthday, a holiday, just because. We should go out of the way for the people who are alive to make them feel special and wanted, not wait until after they're gone and do all of this. I'm sorry to say it, but I think the dead get the most respect, the most flowers, the most kindness, the most praise than the living. And you know, when you think about it, it's really sad. If you think about the people who are alive to get mistreated and abused and shamed and and attacked, it's just, it's horrible. I don't understand that. Do you understand that? Because I don't. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm trying to figure it out. I look at, again, the people that I've lost in my lifetime. And I've gone to the funeral, like my father. My father's funeral was a lot more than my mother's. More people showed up. More people paid their respects. He got a lot of flowers. I mean, my mother did too, but he got more flowers, more so. He, he was praised and revered in death than he was in life. And I'm like, oh my God. Then you think about funerals in general. You know, the amount of people that come and then they have the people that eulogize you, but you don't know what's being said. You can't hear it or see it. So you don't know if it's gonna be good or bad. But if you think about the recognition of all the things that people have done in their lifetime, all the awards and all the, all the, all the good things that people have done for others, they don't get that same recognition when they were alive. They got it after they were gone. Why is that? I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. So my friend, when I asked him many years ago when we were in school, it bothered me when that phrase came out. He kept saying it over and over. Now, I know his life was very dysfunctional and then when he told me exactly how his mother passed wow that just hit me through a loop because I thought she died from like a disease he had said the details of how his mother passed and he said at one point his mother back in the day before all of them were born had left a recording of all the things that she experienced all the types of abuse that her husband had given her before 
before he was born, before his siblings were born. And he had mentioned that his father, at one time, she was pregnant with his, with an old, well, he thought he had an older brother before him. She was pregnant, five months pregnant. Her, and he, according to him, he said his mother came home and his father was waiting, of course, drinking, drunk, wanted to know where there was no food on the table, yelled and screamed at her. And at one, no, he didn't care. He obviously didn't care that she was five months pregnant. And that's why I, I detest, I detest men that put their hands on pregnant women. I just detest it. You know, giving birth, having a baby growing inside of you, that's a beautiful thing. But when you have, and you're not sure that if you have a fight with your with your husband, how he's going to react, if he dares put his hands on you, and then he dares put his hands on you and your unborn child, that is unforgivable. That is unforgivable. So he told me the story. I was just shocked. I was like, what? Because that's why that phrase came up. And I said, but you've done so much in your mother's absence. It's like, you don't understand. My mother, she had that recording. I heard what my father did to her. She was begging him, pleading him, please stop, please stop. And then at one point, he, 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 he kicked her right in the area where the baby was. And she had a miscarriage. Did he feel any remorse? No. But he, but she wasn't allowed, according to him, she wasn't allowed to have any type of birth control. So in other words, his father could do whatever he wanted to his mother. She would get pregnant. Now she would always, for every pregnancy, because there was about, it was him and his, he came from a family of four. It would have been a family of five, but he found out that she miscarried or the miscarriage was caused by his father kicking his mother in the stomach during that argument about dinner, which was kind of ridiculous, if you ask me. But the rage, and he said he had the recording, and at one point, there was a video journal made back in the day. And of everything that was documented, because his mother kept documents. She goes, if there was a time that if I'm never, if I'm not alive on this earth, I want you to present this and have him arrested. Because when... He saw, as a young boy, how his mother was beaten every single day by his father, and he would jump in. He goes, I would stand right in the middle and have taken the, the hit for my mother. I did not want to see her with broken bones and black eyes and bruises all up and down her body. And it wasn't just the physical, it was also the verbal attacks, calling her every name in the book, making her feel like she was a terrible mother. And so he jumped in as much as he could but then his father had left and his mother was left to raise all of them so she did the best she could but then she got sick they never really found out what she died from he thought that his mother passed away from an illness but in all reality it was the severe brutal beatings that she had received from her husband on a daily basis even before they were born and he always wanted to ask his mother, why did you stay with him all these years? What possessed you to stay with a man who just didn't really love you? He used you as a punching bag. And I think the response that he said his mother had given him was, because that's what she knew growing up. In other words, she he didn't know that his mother's parents 
we're also dysfunctional. So it's like it, it's going from generation to generation. And his mother always said to him when he was a little boy to never put your hands on a woman for any reason. To always respect, to love, to protect. That's what you do for women. You don't beat them up and you don't put them in the hospital. And you never, ever, ever hurt a pregnant woman. Ever. Ever. It's the worst thing that you could do. Because you're committing a crime right there. You're not only hurting her, you're hurting the unborn child. So when he told me that and he gave me that phrase, I was so surprised. And I said, and that's why you feel the way you do. He's like, because part of my life was most of the, I just took over for what my mother did. You know, I did the best I could. And I said, but that's great. That's commendable. I don't understand. You don't get it. I don't have a life. You know, he's had to have, he told me he had two jobs in addition to taking care of his siblings, making sure they got off to school and they were fed and this and that. And yeah, I get it. The one time he was left to have some quiet time is when his grandparents came over to take over. And he felt, well, now there's a sense of relief. I could do what I want. But at some point he felt guilty. And I'm like, but why? When you say that phrase, it's like, but you got to understand something. The way my mother, he says, the way my mother was treated, this is what he told me. This the way his mother was treated was just terrible in life. She was more revered in death than she was in life. She says, I can imagine all the people that came to her funeral to pay her respects and still can't understand why she was treated the way she was. And then he said he went to go see his father. They did finally arrest him, catch up with him all these years. He went to see his father and just spit on him. He goes, how dare you treat my mother in that condition? And of all that she went through, all that she did for you, and what did you do? You just hit on her and smacked her around and made her feel like she was nothing. She got more respect and revered in death than she did in life. And thanks to you now, I've had to take the brunt of everything. So he never forgave his father for any of the things that happened. Never, ever. There were times when I thought, you know, he's right. The dead get more respected. The dead get revered. The dead get the beautiful flowers and the, and, the, and the beautiful eulogy and the speech. You don't hear about that on someone who's alive and you wonder why. So now, now we have to reverse it now. And what do I mean by that? Well, the people who are alive, in your, in your, whether you know them personally or it's just people you randomly, you know, have kept in touch over the years, Check up on them. Make sure they're okay. You know, and if they're being hurt, step in. I always think that, and I've seen this in my lifetime. I've seen it done in front of me, and I think it's just disgusting how people are treated in this day and age when they're alive versus when they're dead. When they're dead, it's like, oh my God, why did I, why did I do the things I did? Why did I treat them the way I did? Why did I do that? You can't take back the things that you say to someone when they're alive, but when they're gone, you're going to wonder why. You're never going to get back that. You're not going to have a peace of mind. You're always going to be wondering, what did I do to deserve this? Why did I treat them this way? I could have been nicer, but I wasn't. See, I like to think that when we were growing up, our parents taught us to respect our elders, to show respect, period. To always treat people with kindness, to never hurt, to never swear, to never call them names, to never do any of that. But you think to yourself, 
the teachings that your parents taught you, did you ever even follow up with them? And then when you have children of your own, you teach them what you were taught as a child, but you do it a little bit differently. You say, hey, look, this is how you treat people. You treat them with kindness and respect. Please, thank you. We were taught how that manners. Now you think that today's generation, they don't have manners. Children are disrespectful to their parents and to other people. It's wrong. It's wrong. I like to think that if I have children in one of these days, I want my children to be respectful of their elders, to do what is being asked of them, to be kind and compassionate, to help all the time, not to call people names and put them down because it's disgusting when you see it in this part of the world and not just in this part, but every part of the world, how people are treated. What is the matter with human race? And you think to yourself, wow, I think I was I better off dead because if I'm dead, I do get more respect and revered and I do get eulogized in a, the most positive light. But when they were alive, they didn't matter. It's just terrible. Sorry to say, it's just, it's just really, really terrible. I just can't imagine how anybody, anybody could do that to someone. But what is, I, I always wondered about that. Then I think of all the people. I think of all the people that got hurt in the process. And you think, wow, that's just, that's terrible. It's just, it's terrible. I don't like that bothers me so much. So, so, so bothered me. That bothers me to the point of how? How do you go about doing that? You know? I I don't get it. You know, again, in lifetime, we are supposed to treat people with respect. We're supposed to treat them with with praise and with dignity. If they've, they've done something good, we want them to know that. But not put them down and shame them and feel like they've not done anything in this lifetime because it hurts. You have to wait till someone dies before you can give them that type of respect, that type of eulogy, to eulogize them in the most positive light. I can't even say the whole word now. And I don't like it. It bothers me. I'm sorry. All the years that I've been on earth and I say to myself, why? Why do people get treated in the most horrible, despicable life? Do you ever wonder about that? Do you really look at yourself and say, yeah, I'm not going to curse on here. It's not my intention. I'm going to be a little respectful. But it's terrible. It's just terrible. You know... I actually, that if I can remember a time in my life where people showed an ounce of respect to the living, I would like to see it. When I was growing up, you didn't hear about this as much, but now it's becoming more so was when he told me that phrase, I said, I never really stopped to think about it, but you know what, he made perfect sense. He told me how his mother, the way she was treated in life was horrible. How could any human being do that to another human being? And he had said to me that when, when 
he went to his mother's funeral, there was such a big turnout. In other words, so many people showed up. People that they haven't seen in a long time all of a sudden came out and to repay their respects. She had so much flowers at her. I think she had so many different things that they had given to the family, condolence cards. And I'm thinking, but why is that? I don't understand that. Why? Why? There's a part of me that's just trying to make sense of it. I don't understand it. I think I never will understand it. I think that if there's a time and a place and you think, wow, people are just people. Who gets an ounce of respect nowadays? Nobody. It's just terrible. I like to think that we all should be more mindful of people when they're alive. Treat them with an ounce of respect and kindness. Give them love. Show them show them that they matter in this world. Not wait until after they're gone. And I, I've actually come across, we've had, I have this conversation with people in the past. I asked them, well, would you rather be dead or alive? And they're like, what kind of a question is that? Well, think about it. Think about what I just asked you. Do you get recognized more and appreciated when you're dead than when you're alive? You know how much of that poll that I took on LinkedIn? The majority of the people said the dead get more respected and revered than the people who are living. Why is that? In other words, do I have to make a name for myself and do all the things I did but not get that type of recognition unless I'm dead? That's basically what it comes down to. I feel bad for the people who are alive. You know, you can't neglect anybody. If you tell me, I grew up hating this person. Now, hate is a very strong emotion. You should really get that word out of the dictionary. That's just a horrible word to say to anybody. I hate you. Feelings of hatred. It's terrible. Terrible. When I was growing up, again... I was a little girl that was curious of, of the people that are around me. And I used to remember going to school of how kids would tease other kids because they were different. I don't like you because you come from here. Or I don't like you because, well, for me, it was my name that they teased me. But the fact that I couldn't fight back, they wanted to see how far they would take it. And I was the type of little girl that just did not want to hurt anybody. I'm not one for violence, especially now. You know, you get to the point where someone especially women. Women are known to do this now. Women are known to attack other women and are so jealous and so insensitive to the needs of other women. And you think to yourself, what's really going on here? What is really going on here? And I ask myself that question so many times. Did you know the answer that I get? A terrible answer. I get an answer that I just don't want to know, don't want to hear. And the one thing I will say to you, so that you understand this now, okay? Hey! Sebastian is hiding in the kitchen. I have to get my cat out here because he's staring at me. See, that's another thing. Animals, too. 
Think about animals, not just people. Animals, if you have pets, I've seen them get abused by their owners. And for what? If you didn't want the animal in the first place, why did you adopt it? Why did you bring it into your home to beat it up? You don't treat animals like you treat people. That's wrong, too. I've come across instances of people hitting their animals right in front of me. Don't do that in front of me unless you want me to report you. What do the animals do? Do you think animals can talk to you and tell you, hey, look, someone's hurting me? No. It's the same thing with babies, too. When there are little babies, toddlers that cannot speak yet, they can't tell you, guess what, so-and-so hurt me. No, they can't. But how do you find out? Hidden camera. You put the hidden camera and you see what they're doing. And I've seen it on TV. That's why I avoid watching the news because of these horror stories of how people are treated in this world. They get better respected and revered when they're dead. That is a fact. If you don't see that, go on social media. When you put up a post, let's compare the the posts of people that are alive versus dead. When a person is alive and they put up a post, how many likes and comments do they get? Not many. Unless you're very well known and you do something that people will recognize you from, correct? But what happens if the person dies? That's when it becomes different. Now, a million comments, a million likes, a million this and that. I mean, it's like really pathetic when you ask me. You pay more respect give more to the dead than you do when the person is alive. Why? Because again, we don't matter when we're alive. It's very shameful. Sorry to say that. It's very, 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 very shameful. But you should know by now that I have to wait to be recognized in this world. This is what you ask yourself. I have to wait to be recognized in this world for the things that I do, but I will not get that recognition unless I'm dead. See? That's how it works. That's very shameful. Very, 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 very shameful. Very shameful. I'm sorry. When you start, when you start doing that, what does that say about you? What kind of a person are you? Seriously, what kind of a person are you? You're not a good person. You're not. You're not a good person at all when you do that. Because that tells me what kind of a person does that? Just reveres the dead, but the living, yeah, you know. We'll say mean things and we'll do this and this and this. That's why I say it's terrible. I look at him like, oh my God. (laughs) I have my kitty cat next to me. Now, he's the only cat that lived, outlived the other cats that I had. Right? Yeah. But he can be a very big pest. He's 17 years old. He acts like a baby, though. He acts like a child. Like a child who throws a temper tantrum. If he doesn't get, he doesn't get what he wants, boy, will he let me have it. Just to get off the topic, again, animals. You don't treat animals the way you would treat people, right? But you treat them as if they're a part of your family because when you adopt an animal and then if you mistreat them, shame on you. Shame on you. If you can mistreat people and you mistreat animals and you mistreat little kids, terrible, terrible. It's horrible to do that to something or someone. We are taught to respect, love, honor, cherish creatures, humans, But if we don't do that, what kind of a society is this going to be? Where you forget about the people that are alive and just revere the dead. So we all have to wait until we're all dead before we can get that special recognition, that special honor, that special award. 
that does not seem fair. I'm sorry to say it. It doesn't seem fair at all. But anyway. The point I want to make is this. There are people in your lifetime right now that matter. You should pay special attention to them. Don't procrastinate. Spend as much time as you can. Because again, here today, gone tomorrow is not just a phrase. It's a fact. In other words, what happens if you say, I'm going to make plans to go see somebody. And then all of a sudden you change your mind. And then what happens if, say, they get into a really bad accident and their life is in the balance. And then you find out that they didn't make it. Now you're going to beat yourself up because you say to yourself, oh my God, I should have done this. I should have, I should have, you know, gotten together with them when I said I would. I kept making excuses and look what happened. They're not here anymore. And you can't go back with what you said. So it's terrible when you think about it. It's very, very terrible. That's why I say you really have to respect people in your life and not just family people in general you know maybe it's a friend a co-worker um someone you haven't seen in a long time that you just recently connected with you know it's really important in this day and age and to think that you know let's compare okay now the dead get everything the flowers and the gifts and the condolence cards and all of this uh you know these speeches and awards and and they get eulogized in the most positive manner and all for all the things they have done when they but when they were alive they didn't even get noticed they didn't get that recognition and you think to yourself wow that's really shameful on your part if you did that what kind of a human being does that to another human being it's just terrible terrible so again I think we should pay homage to the people who are alive because, again, we're all going to go take that trip one day. But while we're here and we're making a difference helping others, we really should recognize them for their good works, their good deeds of helping others, of giving back. You can't wait until the last minute when they've died. I mean, that's just very selfish and very shameful for you to do that, to wait till someone dies before you can give them that recognition or respect. So remember that. People that are alive matter. They matter, believe it or not, because one day they're going to be gone. And you're not going to be able to go back and say, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. What's done is done, it'll be too late. So it's a little after 9.30 or close to 9.30 on a Saturday. God bless all of you. Stay strong, stay positive, take care.